This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03, Friday, June 23rd. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Noon Business Hour, presented by the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Judson Richards. In for Rob Hart. The first ever NASCAR street race in Chicago poses challenges to race car drivers and engineers. We'll cover that in our next segment. Right now, you may be surprised to learn that this is a very, very busy time of year for the big man in the red suit, Mitch Allen, founder and head elf, HireSanta.com in Dallas, Texas, joins us now. Mitch, thanks for your time. Why is summer such a busy time for the Santa business? Yeah, my pleasure. So uh, it's so, such a busy time for the Santa business here at Hire Santa for a couple of reasons. One, uh, there are a surprising number of Christmas in July events. People, you know, it's halfway to Christmas. It's the middle of summer, but people like to have, a, you know, a festive time. And it's a great way uh, after July 4th to have another event. It's a lots of Christmas in July events, as well as people who are planning for Christmas itself. We're right in the middle of booking full season malls, uh, as well as holiday events as well. Mitch, believe it or not, my birthday is actually December 25th, so I have done the split birthday thing the six months out, uh, but that can't be why everybody's doing it. Christmas in July has been growing in popularity, and I'm sure you've seen it firsthand. Uh, it has so much, and particularly coming out of, of the pandemic, uh, pre-pandemic, you know, we had some events, but uh, we're up several hundred percent uh, from pre-pandemic levels on these Christmas in July events. It's a great thing. We get a summer Santa. He's not full Santa suit. You know, he's a, uh, looks more like he's on vacation uh, and comes to events, whether it be a pool party, whether it be, uh, you know, an outdoor picnic type event, uh, and you get to see Santa on vacation. So what are the most typical kind of events that uh, Santa is up to currently? Yeah, that's it. You know, those are the, the summer Santa. We, mostly the time it's called either summer Santa or uh, Christmas in July. And people do those a lot of times uh, match those up with toy drives or other types of charity events, or it can also just be a special event at some of these water parks or other types of events where you just want to have something a little bit different. And interesting enough, a lot of baseball games will have a Christmas in July event as a, as a summer promotion to help promote uh, their uh, sports teams. As long as you've been doing this business, do you, do you feel like Santa overall, uh, overall July and December is growing in popularity along with just Christmas and all the festivities that go into it? Oh, yes, so much. Uh, here at Hire Santa, we're seeing uh, really a huge increase coming out of, out of the pandemic uh, for the use of Santa. People are all about having traditions. And what's more tradition than having Santa as part of an event, whether it be Christmas in July or uh, during Christmas. But yeah, we always sell out of Santa Claus entertainers during the holiday season. And I know this year is going to be no exception.
Mitch, thanks so much for joining us. That's Mitch Allen, founder and head elf of HireSanta.com. It is always a good time to talk about Santa. Coming up, some of the technical challenges posed by NASCAR race in downtown Chicago. Money conversation that pays a big dividend. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Well, the first NASCAR street race in Chicago is presenting new challenges to race car drivers and the people who engineer their vehicles. We welcome to the show Michael Baltran, lecturer and instructor for the Mechanical Engineering Department at Northwestern University. Michael, thanks for joining us. The Chicago NASCAR race course is a completely different animal, different beast than other courses. Could you tell us why? Sure. Thanks for having me on. Um, this course is, uh, from what I understand, completely brand new to NASCAR. No one's actually ever driven uh, the course. They won't be able to until, I believe, a few days before. So everyone's kind of on the same playing field. It's also one of the uh, newer street races that NASCAR is doing. In the past, they've only had two, I believe, but now they're up to six. So this is kind of a whole new market for them, a whole new type of racing. What specific adjustments or modifications need to be made for the Chicago course? Well, typically, uh, I'd say in oval racing, uh, which is kind of what normal NASCAR is, you are, you're set up really just to turn one direction, right? And your strategy is kind of based all around that. But on a road course, uh, simply the fact that you have to be able to turn left and right, that you are um, adjusting your aerodynamics for, for what's called maximum downforce. So you can take your corners as hard as you can. Those are really the, the main challenges for um, uh, these types of cars, and and they're a lot different than than uh, like Formula One or even Indy cars, where they don't have the ability to generate that much downforce or have that much adjustment. No one roots for crashes, or at least they shouldn't be. But is there anywhere specific on this course that people may be concerned about? That if you know if they don't uh, take it, or or if there's a pileup in that particular area, that it could be extra dangerous. Um. I am, it is a much smaller course uh, than most ovals, so there's definitely no runoff. It is very similar to some uh, some Formula One tracks uh, where you really have no no room for air. Uh, Danger-wise, though, I know that they are those those walls and 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 kind of the safety of these cars is is top-notch. So, uh, people-wise, more than likely not that dangerous. But there will definitely be uh, what they call the wheel-to-reel racing. Right? It's I think one of the more interesting. Uh, and exciting parts about NASCAR and that they actually allow contact. They let you, they run into you. You can, you can run into other people, right? As long as it's not intentional versus other forms of racing where if you touch, there's, there's, um, there's, there's heavy penalties. Have there been any modifications to the cars because of the uniqueness of this course? Um, I think one of the really fascinating things is now NASCAR, uh, I, I believe they're on what they call the seventh gen chassis. So, all of the vehicles have to be the same throughout the entire year. So uh, you can only make certain modifications to them. Uh, so it is limiting what they can do. In the past, NASCAR has been able to, each team could set up an almost an effectively entirely different car under the skin for their uh, road courses versus, versus oval courses. Um, but now they're limited in what they can do. Um, otherwise, suspension uh, aerodynamics for these cars are set up for low speed, high acceleration. So you want to be able to, to get out of that corner fast, um, you don't necessarily need to hit your top speed of 200 plus miles an hour. Um, those are really kind of the, the main setup differences that there are. Michael, in just about 30 seconds, I don't know how closely you follow NASCAR, but is there a racer? Is there a driver whose skill set may fit this course the best? Um, you know, everyone is going to be uh, entering this at the same level. However, there's some 
uh, is a former uh, F1 racer, Jensen Button. I know he's going to be the one I want to be paying particular attention to because this is, I think, his second NASCAR race this year, and he's going to be, uh, you know, as far as I can tell, he he will know uh, track racing better than oval racing versus everyone else who's been in oval racing almost, I'm sure, their entire careers. Michael, thanks so much for your time. The uh, Again, the first ever NASCAR street race in Chicago. Coming up next, it's Entrepreneur Friday, building a business that teaches kids to swim. And that was Michael Beltran, lecturer and instructor for the Mechanical Engineering Department. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. An economy of words. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Entrepreneur Friday. The importance of water safety, including the ability to swim or front and center at this time of year. Let's talk about the best ways to learn that skill with John Foss, founder of Foss Swim School here in Chicago. And John, thanks so much for joining us. Tell us about the Foss Swim School and what advantages you provide your students. Uh, well, the, uh, thank you, Justin, for having me on. Uh, thank uh, the Foss Swim School's specialize in teaching children between the ages of uh, three and 12 years old, but we also teach babies who are younger. And our goal is to teach children the water safety techniques. So if they fall in the water, they're going to turn around and get back out. When we get older, you'll be able to swim across the pool and eventually swim 300, 400 yards. So uh, direct safety skills that apply to each child at, at whatever age is appropriate. Have you found that you have any teaching philosophies that you don't see many other people doing? Oh, lots and lots of uh, philosophies that, that, that aren't uh, commonplace. Uh, kind of understanding how to teach a, a, a young child. They, they think very differently than adults. You have to uh, cater uh, the program uh, for their physical and mental um, frame, frame of mind. Um, repetition. We're a swim team for kids that can't swim. So the best way to become a good swimmer when you're four years old is to swim you know, 30, 40 laps of the pool. Now, that la- that pool may be 10 feet long, but, you know, it's back and forth and back and forth and then make it fun. So all those things come together for a cohesive program. John, it is Entrepreneur Friday. What advice would you give young entrepreneurs or any entrepreneur for that matter? Well, I'd, I'd say uh, looking back in uh, 35 years of entrepreneurship, uh, write out a mind map of the next 20, 25 years of your life. You know, everything you want to uh, do and accomplish. And uh, I think there was a study in, you know, from Yale in 1952 where they tracked all these people and uh, all their graduates. And they found that 3% had a detailed map and they were more successful than the other 97% combined in almost every way. They owned more money. They had more business. They were more successful and happier. So having a good mind map of what you're going to do is probably the most important step. John, before we let you go, uh, some of our stories today have had to do with drownings recently and lakes specifically and even Lake Michigan. Do you find that people may not respect the riptides that you find in a lake or a, a, a lake as large as Lake Michigan just because it's not the ocean? 
Uh, yeah, I think that there are there's waves, there's riptides. I think that that may be one of the the factors. I think another factor is just uh, overestimating a person's ability to swim, and a lot of uh, people don't understand how quickly it happens. Uh, a child falls in the water, and then they look up, and in that moment, you know, all the air comes out of their lungs, and they're not going to be able to yell and scream. They're just going to sink right to the bottom. And um, you know, learning how to manage. Uh, your face, your uh, lung, the, the air in your lungs is is of primary importance, and you have to start that young. John, so. thanks so much for your time, and thanks for keeping kids safe. That's John Foss, founder of Foss Swim School here in Chicago. Still ahead on this Entrepreneur Friday, we meet a member of the Massage Therapy Hall of Fame who's turned his passion into a business. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Noon Business Hour presented by the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Jess Richards in for Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. This is Bernie Tafoya. A report says the number of Chicago police raids for guns and drugs in homes is down since a botched raid in 2019. And the Supreme Court justices rule in favor of a federal immigration policy said to be crafted to promote public safety. In Entrepreneur Friday, we meet a former White Sox massage therapist with an eye for innovation and auto recalls are a fairly routine thing but what should you do if you get one it's 1231 a published report says that since the chicago police department's infamous mistaken raid on anjanette young's home for four years ago there's a dramatic drop in such actions by the cpd wbbm's bernie tafoya reports in 2019 the year of the botched wrongful raid on anjanette young's home chicago police raided nearly 1400 homes By 2020, according to the Sun-Times, the number of home raids for guns or drugs was down to just over 500. Last year, 183. Since May of 2021, more paperwork was required for search warrants, and higher-ups in the police department had to sign off on them. One lawyer tells the newspaper it's a good thing that house raids are down because police have to make sure their info is on the mark. But a former high-ranking police official says police aren't pushing for many search warrants because they're afraid they'll lose their jobs or be prosecuted if they make a mistake. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio 1059, WBBM. The Supreme Court will allow a long blocked Biden administration immigration policy to take effect. The policy prioritizes deporting immigrants deemed to pose the biggest public safety risk or who were picked up at the border. The Biden administration says the policy recognizes that there just is not enough money or manpower to deport all 11 million or so illegal immigrants in the U.S. GOP led states challenged the policy, arguing federal immigration law requires they all be removed. The high court has rejected the challenge. Sagar Magani, Washington. Well, the marks are a bit lower today. Right now, we are joined by Jim Awad, Senior Managing Director, Clearstead Advisors, LLC, in New York. Jim, thanks for joining us. All three of the major averages are set to break multi-week winning streaks. What's behind the sudden weakness in financial markets? It started on Wednesday with uh, Powell's testimony before Congress, where he was uh, pretty aggressive and basically endorsed two more rate hikes. And the markets had been thinking none or maybe one more rate hike. And I think the markets are very anxious to see the the, the end of the rate hike scheme, uh, because so far the economy has been able to power through it and profits have held up. 
and the markets would like to see the end of rate hikes with the economy intact and profits intact. But to the extent that they are going to continue to raise rates, you, you increase the chances that, uh, number one, something might, might break, think regional banks, and number two, that it might uh, uh, create the ultimate recession that everybody's been waiting for. So uh, the, the markets are a little bit nervous about the hawkishness of Powell on Wednesday. Jim, we're hearing about renewed fears of a U.S. recession. What camp are you in? Uh, so far, you have to say it's only speculation, that, that there, there are a lot of reasons forward-looking out there to think that we should get at least a slowdown or a mild recession. There are no signs that it should be serious. And so far, it hasn't happened, and it keeps getting pushed out based, pushed out based on the, the, uh, the fact that the payrolls are strong, consumers have jobs, they have income, and they're spending it on experiences and services and cruises and planes, and that's offsetting the weakness on the production and durable side of the economy. Uh, tech stocks have had a banner year so far. Do you believe that will continue? I think that's a secular trend, uh, that uh, technology is, is always a driver of our economy. And now with this artificial intelligence kicker, uh, it's only going to accelerate that spending. And the stocks, they're, they're up an awful lot. And you can get a correction of 10 or 15 percent out, uh, out, of, out of nowhere due to a geopolitical event or whatever. But that's a correction you want to buy. These are going to be winners and leaders over the coming decade. The Fed policy is still all the talk on Wall Street. What, what are your thoughts on the Fed? Uh, I think it, it's based on incoming data. You're going to get an employment report and a, a, a CPI report uh, before the next meeting. You're also going to get a personal consumption expenditures uh, uh, number this Friday, which measures inflation. In their way, I don't think they know. Their inclination uh, is to certainly do one more and maybe two. And I certainly hope there's no more after that. Jim, finally, this is a big question, but we'll ask you to, to sum it up. What is your advice for the individual investor? You win in equities over the long term. Uh, if you miss a small percentage of the updates, you, you miss a small percentage of the total return over time. So don't get shaken out, but buy when the markets are down, not when they're on the tippy top. Jim, thanks so much for your time. That's Jim Awad, Senior Managing Director, Clearstead Advisors, LLC in New York. Up next, an Entrepreneur Friday, bringing the benefits of massage into the home. Conversation that's on the money. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's Entrepreneur Friday, and in this segment, the focus is on making you feel better through massage. We welcome John G. Lewis, founder CEO of AccuForce International here in Chicago. Again, AccuForceInternational.com. That's with just one C in Accu, AccuForce. And John, thanks so much for joining us. Now, at AccuForce International, you offer a line of self-massage tools. Could you tell us about those? Yes. Thanks so much for having me. So, I... I have a deep background in sports medicine and started developing products 25 years ago. I, I was looking for something to help me with my hands, assist me in my work. And everything I tried out there, was I was coming up empty on. So I set out to develop my own products. I now have seven products. My newest is called the Hall of Fame Massage Tool. I was inducted into the Massage Therapy Hall of Fame last summer. So that's in honor of of that induction and also Frank Thomas's induction. I worked with the White Sox during the World Series and Frank is actually involved in my product line. 
So it's an honor of his induction and my induction into the Hall of Fame. Well, could you elaborate a little bit? I mean, you were part of the 2005 World Series Championship White Sox team. Tell us, tell us a bit about that, and thank also you. specifically, did you did you help Frank Thomas help him stay on the field? Well, thanks. So I was the first massage therapist to ever work with the White Sox, and I'm very uh, proud of of my my uh, contribution to the team. I, I think I helped tremendously. Frank, uh, I had I helped him. Uh, produce on the field he he and other than his foot injury he was healthy during that whole four-year stint that I was with them and um, no question that massage is a really important thing for athletes self-care for the athlete is really an important thing so this is or even for the consumer for anybody so my newest product uh, is a self-care tool that you can reach over your own back neck and shoulders, hips, and apply pressure. And it's a stainless steel tube. And it's you can see it on my website. It's also available now on Amazon. So, John, it is, uh, it is an Entrepreneur Friday. What advice would you give young or any entrepreneur getting started from what you've learned along the way? Well, I, I love entrepreneurship. I love to encourage other entrepreneurs. I think it's important that if, you, if you've got that spirit, if you have that entrepreneur spirit, I think it's really important to investigate it. And, and to, the exciting thing today is there's a lot of people doing side hustle. So they've got their nine to five, but they've got an idea, whether it's a product or a service, they can perform, can do it on the weekends, you can do it in the evenings. So I always, I love to encourage people, go for it. But be careful. You know, there's there's always the risk. If you're putting your own money out there or somebody else's money, you, you've always got the risk of failure. So you need to, you know, use choose your your risk tolerance level carefully. But again, I mean, with a side hustle, hopefully you can start out with little to no investment and test yourself and see how it goes. But I, I've been an entrepreneur, I've been fully on my own, essentially on my own, for over 40 years. Um, owned a clinic in Winneka since 1989. And um, I love being, being on my own. I love being in charge of my own destiny. And, and I love to be able to assist others and, and have employees and help, help them with their destinies as well. John, congratulations on everything, including being part of that 2005 White Sox World Series championship team. That's John G. Lewis, founder CEO of AccuForce International here in Chicago. That's AccuForce with one C. A deposit for your future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Well, the auto recall, especially involving airbags in recent years, is a fairly routine event. Let's talk about how to handle such a situation with Matt Jones, spokesman for True Car, based in Los Angeles. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. We've heard about a lot of auto recalls as of late. What's your advice if your vehicle is recalled? Well, I think the first thing that people need to consider is don't freak out. Uh, as you said, uh, uh, recalls are becoming more and more common, and they're not always life-threatening, although they can be. So the first thing is to understand, you know, what is the severity of your recall? We can see things as, as dramatic as airbags, as you had mentioned, but sometimes as light as taillights may uh, go out early um, or, you know, something benign. So the, the easiest way to see if you have one, though, is to just go to NHTSA.gov, type in your VIN number, 
and stands for vehicle ID number. And it'll pop up if your car is under an active recall or not. And that's kind of important because two people could have the same car, same year, same make, same model, but they could have been produced in different places. So they may not all fall under that same blanket. So it's really easy to just check and see if you've got one yourself. What sort of recall is one where you do not waste any time and you get in there immediately? Yeah, it's the airbags and it's the seatbelts. Um, and what's and in, and actually what we're starting to see with some of the alternate fuel vehicles is uh, things that or an alternate propulsion, not just alternate fuels, is uh, we're starting to hear uh, recalls about fires. So these are the ones that we want to you know you know maybe put the paper down and actually dig in a little bit deeper and find out what's going in and what's going on. Uh, the flip side to that though is that there are many vehicles in these spaces that need that type of immediacy. And sometimes, it's, as we've seen with the airbag recall, it can be uh, a bit um, problematic to supply parts to cover all of the people who have that recall at the same time. So a bit of patience and, in some cases, alternate transportation needs to be uh, considered when it comes to some of these, you know, uh, don't drive because of potential fire, fuel leaks, don't drive because of airbags, and, you know, don't drive because of, you know, faulty brakes. Are some auto manufacturers much better than others about how they handle their recalls? You know, I think everybody's sitting in the same bucket, and it's it's part of this. You know, uh, the, the way the cars are built. I don't know that, you know, that we under that we think about the way the cars are built broadly. But you know, you can have the same part that's recalled across multiple brands at the same time, and so you know, company A may have a very stringent, you know, uh, quality control where they we would not expect to have a recall from from you know car A, but they're using a part that's made by a manufacturer that is not part of their company. And so it could be so widespread. So I would like to say that some brands or other are better than others. However, it's dependent upon the source of the part that needs to be recalled, which it could just be ubiquitous across all of automotive. Matt, thanks so much for your time. That's Matt Jones, spokesman for True Car. And if you missed any part of today's new business hour, just a reminder, we'll have the replay podcast available shortly at WBBMNewsRadio.com and the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.